I just want to thank everybody for the great conversation today. Uh, I really enjoyed being invited on. Uh, as far as transformation, take a look at yourself. And if there's something you don't like, address it. Don't take the quick fix out. Go back to really what hurts and purge it. It's going to take as long as it needs to heal. This is your transformation station. station. And now your host, Greg Favaza. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your transformation station. This is your host right here, Greg Favaza. Welcome you back for a special episode today, here, right now, with your one and only. This episode is where I appear on the roundtable on February 3rd. I join in as a guest and we get heated, we get excited. Lots of tobacco goes down and you're in for a treat today with me and the rest of the gang. So sit back, get ready for an exciting episode. But wait, before I get this bad boy rolling, I'd like to talk about donations. Your transformation station needs your help, and we would appreciate a donation. You can help us out at paypal.com slash follow Favaza, and as well as buymeacoffee.com slash fava p, like fava bean, but only fava p. B-F-A-V-A-P. And from there, you can sign up to be a subscriber to learn about interesting content that we are putting together. We will be implementing a monthly subscription tier where you can get extra perks that you wish you would have known a long time ago. I'm excited. I know you guys will be excited once we get this lifted off here. But in the meantime, after you make a donation, sit back and enjoy today's episode. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday. No, I just can't hear anybody. Yes, you are tuning in to the Roundtable Talk Show. I am your host, Sharifa Hardy, and we have a very special show for you today. I'm going to introduce you to some wonderful people. We're going to laugh. We're going to learn. We're going to share some information. We're going to ask questions. We're going to get some advice and some guidance from them. But I'm pretty sure there's someone in your network, someone in your neighborhood, maybe a spouse, a child, a coworker, a boss. I don't know. Maybe it's the man across the street. Maybe Maybe he's a new entrepreneur, but he won't have this information unless you go ahead and share the show with them. Because as I always say, friends don't let friends miss out on the Roundtable Talk Show. So while you're introducing your friends to the show, I'm going to do my job and introduce our first guest, Mr. Mike L. Murphy. During the 15 years Mike Murphy spent in Hollywood animation working on films that include Harry Potter, Iron Man, and Lord of the Rings, he's famous for his work work on Gollum. He created an online business mentoring filmmakers. Since then, Mike's coached hundreds of entrepreneurs who are passionate about selling their expertise online using his proven visionary planner eight-step process. Good morning, Mike. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Sharif. 
Absolutely. I want to learn about this proven process. So tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and what you're passionate about. Okay. Well, I um, I got started in Hollywood when I was 21. And I was very fortunate in my 15 years to, to learn about Hollywood storytelling and project management. And by the end of my career, I was supervising and directing commercials and, and movies. And around that time, I was asked to mentor students. So I was flying around the world, which sounds really sexy, like, oh, I flew around the world three times, but it's, it's a lot of hotel rooms and not that exciting. So I wanted to find a way to automate my expertise. And I ended up making an online training academy and the success of that within six months of launching, I was able to get paid double than I was getting paid in Hollywood on, on these really big movies. And after that time, everybody started, all these entrepreneurs started asking me like, Hey, can you help me out? And, and that process of, of walking people through the stages of starting with a concept all the way to having a complete robust business with the marketing funnels and everything has developed into my eight step process, which you can check out at the visionaryplanner.com. We're going to learn more about it, Mike, but just I'll come back to you. I want to go ahead and introduce our next guest, Mr. Derek Rowe. Derek is a high performance and mindset coach specializing in leading business owners to break through any bullshit limits, holding them back from their true wealth. (laughs) And he's in Malta all the way across the world. Good morning, Derek. How are you? Good morning. Um, good afternoon from Malta. And listen, I really appreciate you having me on. So that was a lovely introduction. So I suppose with me, yeah, listen, I'm the no bullshit guy, basically. I have three businesses. I own a gym in Ireland. I have uh, a mastermind that I do with another guy for business owners. And what I love is exactly what I'm going to uh, talk a little bit about here, which is really helping people cultivate the right mindset. And we, we all hear about mindset and this and that. But when you're actually, there's a lot of business owners that have a lot of things in their way. And I come in basically, you know, we do a lot of NLP within my coaching to dissolve all patterns. And you have to understand when your brain is like a machine, it's systemized all belief patterns. And when we're able to remove them, opens up a lot of possibility and opportunity for clients. So, you know, when I say high performance, it's included in the mindset, it's included in the in physically performing at your best from my experience in the gym, in the gym business. And when you bring the two of those together, Really, it is a total transformation uh, for the client of both body and mind. And then you sprinkle in a bit of business um, strategy into that, and really the sky is the limit. And I have on my uh, tagline, it's losers talk, legends walk. And, you know, I have to lead by example is number one. When somebody leads by example without even having a talk, people will follow. And it's about being, you know, it's being being in alignment with who you are, being in alignment with your goals. And therefore, you know, anybody can attain success over time and if you want to know a bit more about me listen reach out to me on facebook on instagram or you can go visit my website which is www.derrickroad.ie thank you thank you derrick that's a lot of information i know we're going to learn a lot on today's show but i'm going to come back to you i want to go ahead and introduce our next guest the lovely miss Sparks. She's a celebrity nail tech, also the owner of Sparks Styling Studio, a luxury one-stop shop for ladies, also providing mobile services for luxury in the comfort of your own space. Good morning, um, Sparks. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. How are you? I am fine. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. No, I got... um, 
I was just asking how you were. But you pretty much summed up everything. Well, the main um, focus in my career is being a nail tech, but I would consider myself an artist all in all. I do have multiple businesses as well, um, but they all revolve around me being creative. Um, I do, sometimes I'll do, why did I just freeze up? <laughs> Sometimes I'll do decorating, like interior decor for birthday parties and different events that people will um, book me for. My main thing, like I said, is being a nail technician, but I also sell hair, I sell lashes, I sell clothes. I do whatever I can basically to make people feel good, make them feel special, and be able to enjoy themselves a little bit more. <laughs> Wonderful. We're going to learn more about you. Okay. No need to freeze. We're going to be good. <laughs> I was expecting Candace to be next, and then her camera just went away. I was like, <laughs> you see, it threw me off a little bit, too, because I'm trying to talk to you. And I'm like, where can this go? It's hard to go. <laughs> this is, hey, that's why it's unedited. This is real life. This is the way real life happens. The show must go on. Absolutely. That's my, my belief. Now we're going to go over here. We're going to talk to Mr. Gregory. We're going to see if Gregory is ready for us. How are you, Gregory? I'm doing all right. Can you hear me? Yes. yes thank yes. you. Thank you. <laughs> Gregory, your transformation station is refine, redefining a new standard of leadership, bringing clarity to culture and organizations and extracting actionable advice from thought leaders of business, education and social sciences. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing all right. Yes, that is my podcast, your transformation station. We're focusing on the millennial population. We want a new form of leadership leadership in today's organizations. And I believe we can address that and accomplish it by looking at the culture, who's in charge and how they are affecting us down from the from top down to bottom up. The mentality that's being utilized today is an old school gentleman clubs mentality. And we don't need that shit anymore. We need authenticity, real authenticity from the heart conversations. And you can only get that through conversations that I have on my show, Your Transformation Station, and you can check it out, follow the podcast at uh, any platform of choice, you know where to find me. Oh, I love it. I love it. I am going to come back to you, Gregory. I just want to go ahead and introduce our next guest. We're going to, we're going to introduce our next guest, the lovely Miss Candace. Candace is going to talk to us about what she is passionate about. She is a trauma healing and manifestation coach. She specializes in helping individuals heal from limiting beliefs so they can manifest the life they've always dreamed of. She's also the creator of neurocognitive reprogramming. Candace, how are you? Hi, uh, sorry about my iPhone overheated. <laughs> this is what we do. This show must go on. I'm like, I got to grab something. I grabbed my husband's laptop. I'm like, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> He's probably working on huh? it. He has to <laughs> yes. Later yes. for me. Yes. Talk to well, us, Anyway, thank you for having me. Uh, like you said, I am a trauma healing coach. I help people manifest their best life. Been doing this for a few years now. And people come to me when they're struggling, they're fed up with their life, not progressing. They're saying, I need help. I can't get past where I'm at in my mind. And I help people reprogram old beliefs 
old trauma. Uh, you know, everything starts from when we're little. So we go back in time, we revise it, we heal it. Uh, I teach law of assumption, which is a little different than law of attraction, uh, but I love it. It's so rewarding. It is absolutely my calling and I'm really happy to be here speaking with everyone. So thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Nice to meet you. So I just want to go ahead and ask you this. Can I have that effortless manifesting on the back of your wall? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah, no, I need it. I need one like that. So next time yeah. we go get one, make two, because Sharifa Hardy okay. needs one. <laughs> you know, I okay. made it on Amazon. On Am- There's a like a company that you can put any anything you want. And they'll, I think I paid like $40 for it. Okay, but you didn't. Let's get back to you. I didn't get one. Like, <laughs> I need an updated anyway, so it has to be updated. So as soon as I update it, I'll send you. Okay, thank you. And you can put an old one for somebody to buy something, and then when you love it, you keep the new one. Yeah. I, oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I had the new parts. <laughs> you like that one? That's the one that caught your eye. So she's getting rid of it anyway. Might as well give it away. Recycle, save the world. Politician sparks because you saved that one. You saved that one. <laughs> Yeah, Rashonda says, awesome, I need to talk to Candace. She says she needs a backdrop. So, uh, Rashonda, since you're listening, you're tuning in, what would you like to ask um, Candace? She's here to take your questions. Uh, M. Wood said, I need one, too. So, um, I think you're going to need about three. Maybe this is a new business for you, Candace. That's true. I have a question for Candace. What, can you explain the law of assumption? That sounds pretty yes. cool. Thank you for asking. So law of attraction, I I learned about law of attraction when I was 15 Mm -hmm. and I loved it. I was like, this is amazing. I can create things. I can think about it and have it come about. Uh, But the only problem for me was law of attraction limited me and I could only get so far with it because Mm -hmm. I didn't understand that I was truly creating everything in my reality. So when I learned about law of assumption, I said, wow, I fully understand why everything has happened the way it has in my life. And now I have full control of my reality. So law of assumption states anything that you assume, think, believe long enough hardens into fact. Everything in your life is a reflection of your unconscious or your conscious assumptions. Mm -hmm. So as the creator of your reality, I learned all of this from Neville Goddard. He's the father of the law of assumption and all of the big coaches you hear about now, Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay, Tony Robbins, like all the big guys, they've all studied Neville and they've taken their own thing from it. But uh, it basically your whole universe is created from your assumptions. It's so you take one person in your reality and you, you put them in a room with 10 people and you say, who's John? Well, 10 people are going to tell you who John is, and you're going to probably get 10 different answers. Mm-hmm. John shows up for all of these people differently based on their assumption of them. It's why you can say, oh, I hate John. Oh, John's amazing to me. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, so based on your unconscious beliefs and assumptions about people, they change, they shift. And so you're able to transform your reality by changing your assumptions and see it reflect uh, in your universe, in your world, and the people around you. And I've been able to do that in my life and heal years of trauma and pain and uh, being in an abusive marriage before I learned about 
law of assumption and now able to forgive him and we're, we're good co-parents we're not married don't worry uh, <laughs> but you know we're really good co-parents now that before that would never have been possible had i not understood how to heal my my limiting beliefs and my assumptions and such candy try asking something when do they actually change the, these different beliefs of ourselves when do they occur is it at random or is it during a certain situation that would be considered uh, mental triggers? So generally, if I'm working with a client, we do, you know, this method of reprogramming that I developed based off of Neville Goddard's technique called revision. So we'll go back into the memory. We'll change the old story and see it differently and the brain, the subconscious mind only knows what you tell it. And trauma is stored in your memories. So if you revise your memories, your subconscious says, oh, wait, so that's how it happened. Okay. And that trauma and those beliefs, they go away. And it, what's implanted is the new belief, the new concept of the people in your life, your parents, whoever were revising. And the, the new beliefs are immediately present in your life you see immediate relief and immediate change which is why people come to me because i can provide immediate relief and i've worked with people who've been in therapy for 25 years i've even worked with therapists themselves who have struggled and after one session they're saying holy cow i feel so different now, so are you looking at it as like you having them look at it as a neutral perspective or kind of replaying and reframing it to an alternative perspective it's a new perspective so it's let's say mom or dad left you dad or dad was abusive and he left we go back in time and we see what your little version of you saw we have you observe that memory and then we go in and we change it and we change the the idea that dad actually never left dad was always there for me dad never abandoned me and so you're changing what the brain knows because the unconscious mind is just a program it only knows what you tell it so it doesn't have, uh, it doesn't know right from wrong, or you know, it just knows what you tell it. So you're. So even if the past was super traumatic, it's more healing to be like, you know, this guy was a jerk to me, whatever. But I'm going to remember <laughs> Santa Claus. You know, this is yeah, like we're tricking ourselves. Hundred percent. Yep, you are lying to yourself, but your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference. It doesn't know like the it. difference between facts. And <laughs> what about actually just coming to terms with it and just talking it out? Like for me on my show, I'll just embrace it. I mean, I was sexually abused as a kid. I'll bring that up and I'll, we all have these experiences, whether we want to admit it or not, or just not admitting it right now. Yeah. We've all experiencing some form of trauma and that is holding us back. And I feel like if we just really come to terms by saying it out loud and accepting it, like this is me and I'm okay with it, and moving forward, you can be the leader in somebody else's life. Well, yeah, wow. you can absolutely. That use... was very vulnerable. I want to give you yeah, a Thank you for sharing. Not in. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm sorry. Back to you, Candace. <laughs> no, no. I, I love that you said that because I do think it is it's important that you can use your story to help others. I've used my story to help my clients and others in my life. Uh, and, you know, speaking about it, talking about it yeah it, it a lot of times people say okay i feel better consciously but i'm still seeing all of these triggers yeah. these triggers are still coming at me all the time and that is because the unconscious mind doesn't know 
that that story is okay. Your conscious mind, you're like, I forgave that person. I've moved on. I've made peace with it. But your unconscious mind hasn't. Your unconscious mind still knows the memory. So for people, I work with a lot of people with sexual trauma. They come to me and we revise the story. We can completely revise that person was never in your life. Then the brain says, I can let go of the pain behind this. And I no longer need to see this trigger in my life telling me, Go change the story, heal the story from an unconscious, from the subconscious state so that it doesn't keep popping up. I look at triggers as the check engine light in your car. The check engine light keeps coming on. You clear the code, right? You're not actually changing the O2 sensor or whatever it needs to be changed. You're just clearing the code, clearing the code, and then the trigger keeps coming up in different forms. But when you actually replace the thing and heal the thing, it doesn't pop up in your life anymore. So well, what's interesting to me is that it seems to me that you created an alternate alternate reality. You know, you've rewritten history so that what occurred didn't necessarily occur. What's interesting about that is when you talk about the laws, and I remember, like you said, a few years ago, actually it's probably like what 10 to 15 years ago, everybody was into the law of attraction. And I never really got into the law of attraction because I've always been naturally good at sales. And I'll give you an example of one job I went to work for. They hired me just doing reservations and their reservation sales quota was $150,000 per month. Their top agents were selling $350,000 per month. I was selling half a million dollars per month to where they came to me and they said, Sharifa, we want you to go in training. We want you to train people and to teach people how to sell like you do. And I told them, I said, well, I don't really do everything by the book. And they told me, it was like, we don't care which book you do how to teach people how to do what you did do. And so I sat with a lot of the agents for a long time. And I came back and I said, the conclusion to my conclusion is that most people just don't want to do the work. They, they don't Bingo. take favorite law is the law of averages. You know, I t- I, at that time, I was taking over 100 calls a day, and the lower people were taking, like, three calls a day. Like, if you take more calls, you <laughs> will get more sales. Yeah. So you have different experiences and different laws, and Derek, you haven't even blinked, so i love to hear from you. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, I'm intrigued by this conversation. I'm intrigued um, by Candace and what Gregory asked her, because I've had a life of trauma. I was a drug dealer for most of my life. I spent a lot of time locked up. Uh, there was a lot of death, um, a lot of death in my life, but from a childhood and mature environment. And I'm really interested because there's different, you know, there's different ways to skin a cat. And what Candace said and what Gregory said, right, I would have been, you know, sent to counsellors, probation officers and talked it through. Now, talking does help, but we do have to, on the other hand, we do have to, because a lot of my work is based, listen, when I say high performance it is about performing at your absolute best mentally now question i'd ask who doesn't want to be their absolute best but if you have trauma or you've got like limiting beliefs like candace was saying we've got to have a way to go into the unconscious and especially the subconscious and reprogram that and for me i call it as i said at the start it's dissolving these patterns and it's similar work it's just slightly different. And that's why I said there's different ways to skin a cat. Mm-hmm. Talking is great, but what your brain needs is something different. And I like when you said, you know, your brain doesn't know fact from fiction because that's a reticular activation system. Yeah. Now, it would be part of my work, but we've got to be able to go in, 
I play it out differently for clients. We actually play out the scene. Now, it could be anything. Listen, it could be trauma, whatever you want to get rid of. We play the whole movie out. We rewind and we, we sort of mess it up. And then what happens, that pattern, the brain needs contrast. So just imagine, right, this here, have this, right? So you turn the TV, your brain needs contrast. If you keep beating it with the same stick, that's what you get more of. Mm-hmm. And when you give it something different, it has to drop that program. So therefore, you're able to move forward with whatever goal you have in place, whatever your desire is. And now that's a different approach than what Candace, but it's a similar approach. So I'm all yeah. for what you said. And Gregory, I do agree to an extent with what you said, but I would have had, now, and you can come back to me with this, I would have had years of talking, years ago at the counsellors, years ago at the doctors, probation officers, I was being in prison. It didn't really get me to the next level. What got me to the next level is when I could go in and actually break down these programs and patterns because, again, think of your brain like a machine. We're systemized. And, again, someone said it. It goes back to childhood. We all have these beliefs, the environment we were brought up in, what we believe in, where a lot of it is bullshit. So when we're able to, we get to an adulthood and we're going, Jesus Christ, like for me, you know, my career choice was a drug dealer. Why did I pick this route? I picked this route was because of what, what I seen when I was younger. I thought it was glamour. But it was only it was only a bad belief. And we have to have a way to be able to go in and to drop it because otherwise, as Candice said, triggers just keep happening. Like for me, and I'll give an example, I used to take a lot of cocaine. So I, I could give up cocaine for a month. But then I go, Do you know what, Derek, you're a good boy, go out and take a line. I'm back on it for the next year. So these yeah. are the triggers we have to be able to just eliminate really from our lives. No, I yeah, so Derek, I think that's fantastic what you brought up, and I'm glad you're able to weigh out the pros and cons for each yeah. side. But I'm gonna just stand up for me for a little bit. For it definitely takes a lot of self-reflection. That's what it allowed me to get through all the shit. Like there's a lot more than I just shared. That's only a sliver. Mm-hmm. But self-reflection is key. Being able to be silent, reflect, journal it out, and then just interacting with people on giving away a little bit to see how people react to you. Because when we look back, we're rationalizing with our adult mindset. So we think that that shouldn't have happened. Why did this happen? And it's, you're creating more anxiety when you're looking back. But at that age that it occurred, it shouldn't have happened in the first place. And you are not to blame. They are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gregory, and I liked what you said there about the journaling. I am all for that. And again, you've, you know, you've, you've came in with another really good point there because Joe, for journaling is another way to really get the truth out of your head. So all it is, I think this conversation is brilliant for one because we've different points of views and I think it's fantastic. And even for the listeners, they can go, Do you know what? That's a little golden nugget there. So definitely get what you're saying, get what Candace is saying. And I've thrown in, you know, a few points of how I do or work. So I think for somebody who is wanting to, you know, overcome trauma, I think they can take a bit from all of us here today. Yes, absolutely. I want to hear from Mike. Well, it sounds like our, so my daughter is outside the, the room uh, screaming. I don't know if you can hear her. Um, <laughs> but it sounds like for, for all of you guys, the, the, the only thing that really starts the dominoes rolling is that person recognizing that something's not right because a lot of people are like no everything's great everything's great but coming to the conclusion like i need to change my life so the the will to make the change i think is probably the first step would you guys agree yeah yeah, yeah. 
like if if you don't you know decide and make that choice because we all have a choice at the end of the day you know we can play right shit happens you know as we've talked about now we can play okay we can play victim to our circumstances to our past or we can make a decision to move yeah, forward so it's always going to come down to right am I going to be the bigger man or woman here and make the right decision for my life because again all of us here are leaders we're, 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 we have, we must lead by example for others mm-hmm. to follow us. So that for me would be less talking a lot of the time and going, right, I'm going, for instance, you go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do meeting, whatever that may be. And that's making a good decision so others can follow that. What will be the actual time to make that decision? When, when do you start to recognize that? When, when is that pivotal moment that you said, I am not myself, like anybody Throw out some examples. I'm I think curious. life, something happens. So, so my background's movies and storytelling, and and you'll have uh, you'll have the ordinary world where where a character is just going about their business, and they usually have a flaw, whether it's something that happened to them or it's kind of a self-induced flaw. But then some event happens, some outside event happens that forces that character to to recognize I have a problem. And often they're reluctant, but something by the end of the, the, you know, if it's a two hour movie, by the end of 30 minutes, by the end of act one, that character has to go off and seek out this catalyst of change or things are going to get, just get exponentially worse for them. So for everybody in their life that had, you know, I, w- I wish, I, I, I don't know anyone that's like, everything's been perfect in their childhood. Everybody has. We're going to check with Sparks. Sparks has a, a perfect life, perfect childhood. <laughs> <laughs> no, my life, my life was not perfect. My childhood was not perfect. It was not easy for us. But I agree a little more with Gregory um, in the sense that I feel like you have to be realistic with yourself. You have to accept the things that happen to you in your past. Um one of my main things that motivates me into pushing myself to become more successful or to achieve different goals that I set for myself is the past life that I came from. Um, yeah. I'm motivated by, you know, like the, the things I've seen and with things not being so perfect, I don't want to have to have that in future life, nor do I want to have a life like that for my children. So I feel like you have to be honest with yourself in order to accept the facts and that's not to dwell on them or to be sad about it. I don't even think you necessarily have to talk to people to, um, you know, like express that. But as long as you can break down the events in your head, like Derek was saying, you do have to go through and reevaluate situations. I'm not comfortable with the idea of necessarily like deceiving myself to believe in something else happened when I know what happened <laughs> but I do try to look at it differently like okay well I might have felt like okay so and so left me at this point but I became a stronger person at that point when they left me I grew my independence you know what I'm saying or I grew in this area or I learned how to do this like I, I take every lesson or everything any trauma that I do have is not a bad thing for me. It's a lesson learned, actually. I think it's what makes me stronger, and 
I don't want to get rid of that. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. This is uh, an interesting conversation. I love the different viewpoints. And one of the things I always talk about is I do not select the dates the guests appear. The guests <laughs> And like I was saying previously, before we got on the show, everything happens in divine, perfect timing. So the guests we have on today's show are the ones who are meant to be here. And they have different views, but it makes for an amazing conversation. We are going to continue the conversation, but right now we do have to stop for a brief commercial break and we will be right back. How can you create a transformation in others if there's no transformation in, in yourself? Join your host, Greg Pavaza, as your voice on the hard truths of leadership. Your transformation station, connecting clarity, connecting clarity. to the cutting edge of leadership. As millennials, we can establish change, not only ourselves, but through organizational change, bringing transparency that goes beyond the organization and reflects back into ourselves, extracting, extracting actionable advice and alternative perspectives that will take you outside of yourself. Wow, I love it. Definitely have to find out this Gregory guy and tune in to the Transformation Station. If you are just now tuning in to the Roundtable Talk Show, you have missed so much, and you definitely want to watch this show from the beginning in the archives. But I want to go over to you, um, Candice, because we've had a lot of conversation basically since your initial thoughts, and I want I just want to know what your thoughts are now. So I want to kind of... Uh, clear up what it means to practice revision and reprogramming because your brain doesn't forget the event per se but it forgets the pain behind it that is why i feel like it's so important to do revision and derek it sounds like you pretty much practice that in your own way uh telling the brain a different story and and i don't i haven't forgotten anything that's happened to me and i actually use what has happened to me as my message as my story but the difference is that that pain that I used to feel that caused relationships to fail, that caused you know me to always be questioning myself, to have all of this anxiety and depression, that is removed from my life by changing the events. Because when you change the events, you're changing how you view the person involved in your life. Like if it was my parent or my dad who wasn't around and you know my mom having her own issues or whatever. So I'm not I'm not necessarily feeling that anger or that unconscious resentment anymore, but I still know that this is what happened and it frees up all of this space in my mind to just look at them with love. And and I believe at our core construct we are all love. The universe is love. So if you can look at everything with love and say, I understand that even though this happened to me, I can't look at it with anger and hate and resentment because it's not it's not serving me. It's not healing my life. But I can look at it and say, you know what? At the time I was a dang victim to my circumstance. I was a victim. But as now a conscious creator, I don't have to be a victim anymore. I can say that was my old story, but look where I've come. Look at how far I've risen above my circumstance. So you don't forget it. You still know it. And you use it as your platform and your message. But the pain, the suffering that you were feeling is no longer 
crippling your mind and, and making you feel like I can't even get up every day. Candace, I want to say I agree to disagree. I feel like that pain that we've all experienced at that time that it occurred, yes, it was extremely painful. It still, I believe, it still stays with us, but it adapts. It adapts to the person that we are. And that's why when we are experiencing this anxiety, when we're freezing up, when we get in front of the mic, when we feel like we don't recognize ourselves in the mirror because we had to dissociate so many times to figure out, is this me or is this somebody else? I mean, have you ever been inside the car where you're driving and 30 minutes goes by and you remember the first five minutes of getting in the vehicle? Mm-hmm. What's so, interesting is I'm more like Derek, I think. I can I can see Candace's point of view and then I can see Gregory's. Even though there's more leaning towards, not to judge, but kind of like leaning towards Gregory. But I think part of, this is just me, no offense to anyone, Candace, I think part of it is the examples that we're seeing. Because one of the things that I've learned, and I can give you an example of what I believe you're saying, is like people who have abandonment issues, mm-hmm. right? When the dad, the, the it's not always the dad, but the dad leaves the mom because they couldn't get along. And that child, what that child believes or what they grow up with is that dad left me. Right. So all their life, they go, they grow up with this belief and they have abandonment issues and something in them tells themselves that they're unlovable because if my dad or it could be the mom, if mom couldn't love me and mom didn't want to stay with me, then you know, no one can love me. And sometimes when you go back to that moment and you understand and tell yourself a different story, which is actually, you know, in this situation might be more of a truer story that dad did didn't leave me. He didn't leave because I spilled Cheerios on the floor. He left because he no longer liked my spaghetti. You know, so I, I, I that's I want to hear from Mike. I, I know I spoke to Candace, but I just want to hear from Mike because Mike, when I was speaking, you were nodding. No, I mean it's it's interesting that we kind of have different thoughts on this, and I, I always like to kind of like uh, um, bring it together, and, and it it. it it goes back to what I said before. It, I, I think the the catalyst of all this is recognizing that no one's perfect and something happened to you and you want to go off and, and solve that, fix that problem. And, and, and it's interesting because there's so many different ways to do it. So it sounds like you have to really find somebody who you resonate with mm-hmm. and you know, whether it's a therapist or it's a coach and just be committed to that. And, and not, um, I think it's human nature to say, you know, it's like uh, a New Year's resolution. I want to lose weight. And you try it for a couple of weeks and then life gets in the way and you fall off and, and, you know, the next year, you know, so you have to really have that. The stakes have to be high enough so that you're going to stick to that resolution, whether it's losing weight or in this case, like really dealing with this trauma that happened to you. Yeah, I like that. Um, I said something uh, the other day in a in a post, and I said your vision has to be far stronger than the temptation in front of you. Now, this comes back to what we're saying here, right? Shit happens. Obviously, we all have our life experiences, and like, listen, there is two worlds. We're either going to let it, I suppose, it's identity at the end of the day. Are we going to live in that? past mode are we going to take the next step and like we are you know the creator the designers of our own life but we must have you know a strong enough i would call them a strong enough well-formed outcome it's a it's an nlp saying really but um you know if your outcome 
you know, there's a lot of temptations. There was a lot of temptations, as I've told a bit about my life story, and I kept just falling back in. It was it was all habits. It, it was all triggers. It was all programs. Mm-hmm. And only really go in and you actually do delve in. And, like, you know, it's all it's all fair points. I think what everybody has said, we, we can take golden nuggets from, from them all. And it's not 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 everything I say is going to work for everybody. Not everything Candice, Gregory, and all the rest of the guys, Mike, is, go, is going to work for everybody. But when we can, you know, bring it into maybe a holistic approach, it does work. But we have to have, you know, to create a strong mindset is by doing, is by taking the actions, is by falling, is by failing. And, like, if your vision isn't here and you're not looking up and it's not giving you confidence or motivation you're just going to continue reverting back to square one that, that's this and this is a part of the coaching i do a part of the work i do where you know we we have to, to cultivate a different program to cultivate a different way of thinking we must do it must be action we can't think about it, it yeah you can't read about riding a bike you gotta gotta get on the damn bike hey Derek, Nick, can i ask you so with you you're experiencing it like you're falling back on the same issue. So is this a duality issue? Or you, do you like get manic every fucking Thursday? Can you tell me more about that and how you recognized it and how you're combating it and recognizing when that other part comes back? Yeah, well, I suppose we'll put that into the past because I no longer, we call it self-sabotage. And, you know, like your own trauma, I would have had plenty of trauma. I grew up in a very violent household, an alcoholic household. But, you know, it was a sort of nearly monkey see, monkey do. And this is why I got into the whole drug scene. But up till two and a half years ago when I met, you know, I had a couple of successful business built. But I was still, you know, you talked a bit about anxiety. And you see, anxiety and stuff is, is really, it's a feeling. And, you know, if you think about it like this, right, say if somebody, we'll say somebody has a feeling, a negative feeling. Now, if they continue to think of that feeling, what's going to happen? You know, they're going to get a bit more of that. And I just invite a lot of people to think differently. But to answer your question, um, it took me a lot of a lot of work, a lot of a lot of similar work to Candice, really. It's what it's what I promote and it's what I live my life by. It's a lot to do with language, it's a lot to do with picture sounds, because these are human senses and we're not forgetting. I don't forget what what happened or, or the actions I took they were quite shitty to the life I was living and I led people under I don't forget that but you know, would we are we going to like remain living there? Or are we going to like it's creating a better present so tomorrow then their future is a better day? So for me, it took years of trial and error. It took years of testing. And again, this is another. You know, we have to test, and then oh shit, okay, we review it doesn't work. We keep testing. Then what I would call we're in operation mode is where I'm at now, where I just set myself daily non-negotiable habits. That'll be doing my it'll be okay fulfilling my son's needs fulfilling my needs fulfilling my nutrition fulfilling my gym fulfilling my clients this builds a lot more clarity consistency into my life so i have that's my plan that's how i deal with it right now someone else it's completely different but to answer your question i have to have a certain plan in place on a daily basis which are just non-negotiable daily habits that if i do i can look back on my day and go do you know what derek you did well now you are leading by example that's your normal self though because we're all cultivating this identity that we want to strive for. Okay. That's great. Are we focusing on our strengths or are we capitalizing our weaknesses and trying to adapt? I mean, the way I see it is I've accepted these things and the people that caused harm, I removed them from my life. And I just 
capitalize, I want to be me. So if I want to cuss my fucking podcast, that's what I do. If I want to go work out at the gym four hours a day, that's what I do. That's what we need to focus on. Yeah, 100%. But it's again, we're all, it's different needs. So you're different than me. You know, we're all humans. So we're going to, we're going to do things in different ways. We're going to excel in different ways. So again, you know, we're all here having a great discussion. And some points we'll agree with and some points we just won't. But I know what mine are. And it seems to Gregory, you know exactly what you need to do. And the rest of the guys know what they need to do to be, to reach their goals and whatever that is, because we all have different, you know, people talk about, all reaching your potential and all, but like I have a question: <laughs> Would we ever reach your potential? Like for me, right? Just say we start here. Okay, if I do better today, my reference point is there, and it keeps going up. But mm-hmm. the point of living is to keep re- trying to reach for your potential, isn't it? Grow, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Sparks. What's interesting to me is everybody else has these different philosophies, but in the middle of it, right there, you are making everybody feel better on the outside, bringing their beauty out, <laughs> bringing their hair out, bringing their eyelashes out, wonderful smile. So what are, what are your thoughts on the conversation? Um, what I'm hearing from this conversation is basically that there are different strokes for different folks. Um, there is no right or wrong way to go about living your life or healing from your past trauma or accepting the trauma and continuing to move forward. Um, you literally just have to, like Derek said, trial and error, see what works for you. Because um, we can't agree to disagree that some of us are not just going to see the same points. <laughs> so Candace, love to hear from you. Different strokes for different folks, Candace. Well, you know, Gregory, I really appreciate your perspective on this. And I think maybe what you're wondering is, and maybe you're not, but this is kind of what I took from it was, uh, you know, you're saying, well, who, what's, what about your core? Like, what do you identify as? Like, is that your true self? And, you know, I look at our self-concept is what is projected. Who do I believe I am to be? I used to believe I was somebody who never got what she wanted, who was going to live a life of suffering forever at the hand of another person and that I was never going to get out of my circumstance. That was my self-concept. And as I changed and evolved and healed from my abusive marriage, I am now able to say, I am something different. You know, whatever you, whatever your I am is, is what makes up, who you identify as and for me now what what happened what happened i don't understand wouldn't that be where the manifesting comes in at um the manifestation like just building a new reality for yourself and continuing continuing to tell yourself one thing like changing something that happened already basically like your i am like i am like affirmations you know at at the core you know you can just speak affirmations like i am better i am happy i am whole you know i tell people to go deeper and do it when you're in your subconscious state so that your subconscious hears you but really at the core to manifest anything you know i am the number one podcast host i am changing lives i am helping others by my story whatever your i am is who you are and 
but that I am can change. And I believe as we grow and we want to evolve, we have to change our I am. We have to change what our old story was and say, now I am this. Now I am uh, striving or thriving and successful when before I was struggling and suffering. Janice, so- I, think, I think that's really, that's great. Like I, I like that. But I feel like there's a, a combination of Candace and Derek, so if we do this acceptance thing and then we want to hone it and just try to move forward, but then we start to experience the duality thing. And the duality thing is based off because we haven't accepted what happened in the past and we start to put ourselves back into similar situations to see if we can overcome similar things. Have any of you guys experienced something like that? So I don't mean to keep talking, but duality doesn't happen in my life the way it used to. I used to see a lot of contradictory things where I'm like, I'm trying to change, but I had all of these old programs, which is what I would consider duality. I had the old beliefs saying, no, you're not enough. No, you're not successful. No, you're not beautiful. No, you're not. Sabotaging thoughts. Yeah. Or sabotaging. Same, same thing. And so, but as I've healed my beliefs and changed, transformed into this version of myself now, who's very different than I was two years ago. I don't have those same triggers popping up or sabotaging thoughts or anxious thoughts that were happening on a daily basis where I couldn't shut it off in my mind. I thought everyone was this way. I thought everyone had a hundred million thoughts happening at every second of their life. Mm -hmm. And as I healed that and changed that story and changed my self-concept, I no longer see the duality that you're referring to. It's just not present the way it used to be. That's not saying I don't have a bad day or I don't get irritated at my husband. To me, to Candace, that actually clarifies again. I think a lot of what's coming across from what I'm hearing from you is, is, is in the message and in the clarity because scripture tells you that as a man thinks, so is he. And so it's not always about going back to that moment. It's just making a new decision in a moment. That's why I would say magic and miracles mm-hmm. happen in the moment. In this moment, I am the number one podcast host. Right. Party. You know what I mean? I decided, I spoke my word. Sorry, Gregory. That's <laughs> about that. Well, it's like the, the identity that you choose, that you really believe for yourself. Not not like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm going to, you know, not, not some surface level thing. But when you really are like, I'm going to sink my teeth into this. And then it's like going to the gym, you know, you don't just bulk up in a day. You, you mm-hmm. it's, it's having the goal, I'm going to lose this much pounds and, and put on this much muscle. Yeah. And then consistently showing up. And when you fall off, getting back, on, you know, back back in the game and not, not being that victim or not falling yeah. back to old behaviors. How do you get that deeper meaning? Because you're saying you don't want to go, you don't want to be surface. How do you develop that deep understanding of yourself? Okay. Is that so you, okay. You do that by, and this is something I teach in my program. It's um, I have a business building program, but step one is about the entrepreneur, the visionary, I call them. And you have to really look at, and I, great marketing is is what I call now to wow. So a classic example is weight loss. So you've got the guy that's overweight. No, no, no. Let's hear an authentic answer. I want to hear an authentic answer. Your monologue. I'm trying to, I'm trying to give you that. When you know where you're at now. And then you want to know where you want to be and you can really see the gap and you can understand why you were where you were. Um, there's echo. But when you, you, you're the vehicle to get to the change you want. 
So you have to be motivated to fill the car up, get the map, get the GPS and drive, right? And if you're, a lot of times in our, when thing, when trauma happens, we're often in the backseat of our own car and upset that somebody's not driving us. And it's it's about, for me at least, it's about going, you know what? No one's going to drive me there. I got to get in the damn car. I got to learn how to drive this thing. And I got to go there. And if the tire blows out or I run out of gas, whatever, I'm going to get there no matter what. There, there's no there's no exception to it, right? So it's having, it's like I was saying earlier about storytelling. It's when the character has, they're basically kicked out of the plane and there's this parachute and they got to put that thing on and figure it out or they're going to they're going to splatter and that's really what life's to me that's what life's about is you have these moments that force you to either rise up and be the hero of your own story or to just mm-hmm. fail miserably right so so and a lot of people they, they manage to bumble through life and they're pretending they're the hero but they're really fumbling all all along but the people that i know that are the happiest and the most successful recognize that there's never that perfect benchmark Life's never going to be like, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's glorious, but it's, it's always like, I'm doing the best I, I can. And I'm, and I'm marching towards that, you know, I'm driving towards, if we're using the car analogy, I'm driving towards that destination. And there's a couple of sidetracks along the way, but I'm going to get back on the highway and keep driving. So it's having that self motivation to let the past go and keep going forward. And, and I think all the techniques that people are talking about are all accurate if that if that's the gas that works to get your car where you need it to go. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I think that's what Derek was saying about doing the work, the things, the steps that he needs to do the work. And I think we're all saying the same thing in different ways. This has been an amazing show, incredible show. I love the conversation. Now we are coming down to the last few minutes of the show. And what I love to do at the end of every show is just simply allow my guests the opportunity to speak directly to the audience, to everyone who is watching the show live, as well as everyone who is watching the archives, and let them know what you want them to take away from your appearance here today. And we're going to start with you, Derek. Yeah, well, listen, it's been absolute pleasure to be on the show. Uh, I've loved listening. I've loved contributing. Love Gregory for throwing out loads of good questions because it made his answer so fair play to Gregory. Uh, Murphy, don't know if that's an Irish name, by the way, so I'm sure you've seen it. Irish. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Real Spud Murphy. Um, so listen, about me, I'm not going to keep it short and sweet, guys. If anybody wants to reach out to me, um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram as Derek Rowe. My website is clearly there, www.derekrowe.e. If you are wanting to take the next step and perform, listen, Actor, to, to commit to being your best self, should we say, I'll always ask a question, do you want to be your absolute best then? Reach out to me. Uh, we will dispel any negative patterns are in your way, any beliefs that are in your way. We will. Uh, I will transform your mindset. I have a team behind me that will also guide and lead you to the destination along with transforming your body to give you the ultimate package. I think I'm gonna have to get transform my body with Derek because I know he wouldn't let me just sit on the couch and eat bonbons all day. Derek, let's see the guns. Let's see the guns. Let's see the guns, Derek. All right, all right. I'm not gonna arm wrestle you. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. Sparks, what do you have for us? I am honored to have been here today. I'm glad everybody took the time out to join us and listen to what we have to talk about. I'm glad that everybody did have different views because you guys can see there are different strokes for different folks. Um, I think it's important for you all to know it doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter what your current situation is. Life can always get better. Like they were saying um, during the show, 
you just need to put the work in and you can really achieve anything that you want to achieve. Um, I'm all for uplifting, I'm all for supporting, and I do want to be there for you however I can be there for you guys. You guys can check my Instagram. My Instagram is Spark Sensations. It's below. And for my Instagram, you'll see like my pictures and booking links as well as my inventory for the items I'll sell. But you can book a nail set and come get glammed up with me. We can have positive conversations, encouraging conversations, motivational conversations. I'm here for it all. Mm, I love it. Or, I gotta see the nails. Wait, we gotta go back. Oh, they're new friends. <laughs> nice. Nice. I don't want to play with you. This is my no. favorite nail. This is a little <laughs> Jump nail. I don't know. I can't put it in the camera. Oh, that's fun. Wow. Let's go. Wow. Let's go to Charm on it. But they get creative. <laughs> yes, love it, love it. We got guns. We got nails. What do you What do you have over there, Mike, for us? Uh, receding hairline. That's what you need. You know, Mike. Okay, I'll get a big wig then. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so, I mean, some proposals. <laughs> No, I um, if you're an entrepreneur and and a lot of my clients come to me and they're like, hey, Mike, I, I suck at marketing and branding. Can you help me out? So if, if, if that's kind of where you're at and especially if you are looking to sell your information uh, like courses or books or anything like that, then I've got a foolproof process. So you can just uh, go to the and We've got some free trainings on there. So go check it out and um, you can reach out to me on the site. Thank you, Mike. Definitely appreciate you, Miss Candace. All right. Uh, again, thank you for having me. This was such a fun, uh, challenging opportunity for us to kind of share different perspectives. And I really, I love that. I love to, I can debate all day and nobody's right. It's just what's right for you. So yes. if you're looking to transform your life and you want to do it in a way that feels uh, quick for you and you can get through something uh, not it won't take you two years to do it like it did for me to kind of figure it out and master it. I've been able to master this process now. I'd love to help you. Anyone who's got limiting beliefs, struggling with past pain and trauma, anybody who wants to manifest love in their life. That's another thing I specialize in is relationships. Uh, that is what I do. So uh, I'd love to help you effortlessmanifesting.com. You can check out. I have tons of guided meditations. I have easy products to download for workbooks and journaling things and just all sorts of stuff. I work one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, I'm on every platform you can imagine, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, all of the things. And it's just all effortless manifesting. So I love you. it. And I love effortless. That's my favorite thing. Don't tell me. <laughs> I don't want to do the work. Okay. Right. <laughs> Gregory, what do you have for us? I just want to thank everybody for the great conversation today. Uh, I really enjoyed being invited on. Uh, as far as transformation, take a look at yourself. And if there's something you don't like, address it. Don't take the quick fix out. Go back to really what hurts and purge it. It's going to take as long as it needs to heal. Uh, you can figure more about that by tuning into my podcast, Your Transformation Station, Go to my website, fellowfavaza.com. Send me an email if you want to develop yourself, get a new perspective to build yourself up with real presence. I like it. So go give me that website. You said something, Favaza. Fellowfavaza.com. 
Okay, yeah, I missed all of that. I'm like, isn't his name Gregory? Okay. <laughs> thank you, followfavaza.com. I want to thank you all for being guests on today's episode of the Roundtable Talk Show. And I especially want to thank everyone who tuned in to watch this show live, as well as everyone who is watching in the archives. I appreciate your support. I appreciate you watching. I appreciate you sharing. But as always, the most important thing to me is that you support our guests. Our guests showed up for you this morning. They came with their opinions for sure today. So please support them. Please visit their websites. Do some work with them. Have a session with them. Follow them on social media. Reach out to them. Send them a message. And when you do, please let them know. Sharifa Hardy says hi. Now, if you're interested in more ways that I can help your business, or maybe you want to be a guest on the Roundtable Talk Show, please visit my website at AskSharifa.com. Until tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Pacific, everyone have a safe and a blessed day. Bye now. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I don't like to be cheesy. I don't like to be heartfelt. Somehow I naturally come off that way, but when I try, it feels unnatural. But this is one of these situations where I have to try and get across to you how important it is for you guys to make a donation. We really need a donation. We want to continue to make content. I definitely want to continue. Except it's hard to do it when you're doing it for free. Yes, I feel like we're all entitled to free content on the internet. You're damn right you are. I agree completely. And what I'm doing is I'm ciphering through the bullshit that you don't have to go through. I'm getting the best experts on and I'm challenging them on what they know best and seeing if they're a fraud or not. Help me out. Help this podcast out. Help yourself out for tomorrow when you learn something new that you thought you never would think it would be possible. Make a donation at PayPal slash follow Favaza or buy me a coffee at Fava P. We love our Fava P. Damn right we do. Make a donation and I will personally call you out on the next podcast to thank you. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and I look forward to the next episode. I'll see you then. You've been listening to your transformation station, your voice on the hard truths of leadership. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. Remember, your transformation station is on all major platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, and YouTube. And visit the website till next time.